0: What's up, faders. Welcome to yet another episode of in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. Um, let's all raise our beers in the air right now for Tom, because Tom is no longer on the show. He's going to be doing a new podcast in the next couple of weeks and in nine months changing diapers. That's a different story. But um, we raise our beers and we say cheers for the fallen angel, Tom. Tom, Tom, Tokyo. May he farewell in the podcasting world doing podcasting real estate. I can't believe he's doing a podcast about real estate in Japan. That's so weird. (laughs) Anyway, I wish him the best of luck. Tom, you were an amazing co-host. And that leads me to... uh Saying who our next co-hosts are. Um, in the future, we're going to have Jude from the Metekeys. He's been on the show many times. He's going to be a rotating co-host along with Sean, the Otaku King, and he's going to give a lot of insight about uh, Otaku, the Otaku world here in Japan, amongst uh, America and Canada and other parts of the world, which is going to be really cool. And we have Jeremy. Jeremy is going to be uh, talking about clubs, regarding nightclubs, uh, te- techno clubs, and rock and roll clubs, and uh, he's going to have his insight in that part of Japan and stuff. So with three new co-hosts which are going to rotate week after week after week after week, we're going to have a lot of different insight and input into Got Fated Japan. It's going to be a more dynamic show, more interesting show, and uh, every week you will be stuck with me, Johnny. Johnny Got Faded. And um, yeah, and also we've got quite a few really amazing uh, special guests who are going to be on the show. we got some people who are going to be going on who are going to be on tour here in Tokyo. Uh, a lot of musicians Musicians and uh, a couple of comedians, maybe, and a couple of actors, actually. So, uh, this is gonna be really exciting. So, definitely stay tuned. Make sure you check out every single show. And before we move forward with the show, I'm, I haven't even started the show. <laughs> uh, hmm. I wanna say thank you to everybody that supports us on Patreon. You guys are really helping us out. You're really, I mean, you're really just keeping the show going and stuff at this point. Um, you're paying for the beers. And eventually you're going to be paying for equipment, mics and new computers, and hopefully um, a sound room, which would be really great. So this sound would be even better than it is right now. (laughs) Thank you very much. So for everybody that supports us on Patreon, thank you. A very special thank you. And um, if you do sign up for the Patreon, what happens is you will be able to access all the bonus content that we have, uh, which includes new weekly stories. Uh, and the, the most bizarre and most fucked up stories that we find too bizarre and too fucked up to to read on the show, that's pretty much, I mean, where anything goes, <laughs> uh, you'll be able to listen to the cream of the crop as well as and this is kind of cool. I was thinking of um, other things to put onto the Patreon page, and so I was kind of going through old files and stuff. Um, Got fit Japan, like T-shirt designs and this and that and stuff. And I, I actually found like a hundred of the first episodes. Now, when we first did Got Fit of Japan, we did audio and we did video, and we hosted the video on our. I think it was not on Podbean, but on another like podcasting hosting site. So we did video we, that which we plugged there, but it was too expensive. So then we used YouTube and. We we used a couple of other video platforms, and um, after a while, we just stopped doing that because we got lazy, and just the editing was just, ugh, oh, this is a nightmare. So, we now it's has Got Fit in Japan is completely audio, but I still have all those videos, and those videos are not on YouTube or anywhere else. So, what I'm going to do is, every single week, I'm going to upload one of the original videos of Got Fitted Japan. Now, it might not be the whole show. It might might just be like 15 minutes or 30 minutes. But I mean, it's really amazing to see like how this show has changed in the last uh, eight, was it nine years now? Eight or nine years. I mean, first of all, I'm young. (laughs) I'm just a little lad. (laughs) And I'm thinner too. I couldn't believe it. I saw myself. I was like, I used to look like that? Oh, my God. Alcohol ruined my life. Oh, God. Oh, what am I... Oh. Mm. oh, I forgot. Alcohol's delicious. That's why. <laughs> Alcohol's amazing. I love alcohol. But uh, anyway, if you do sign up for the Patreon page, you will be able to access every week uh, an old classic show. A classic got faded show. So definitely sign up for the Patreon page. Okay, let's move forward. Um, Every week we have the POW, which is the pick of the week. And this week I have a beer that I noticed. Um, I didn't think it was a beer at first. I thought this was a soda because the can kind of looks like a soda. It looks like juice, juice in a can. But... um, I was at the Natural Lawson's uh, convenience store down the street, or Conveni, and this, this can just kind of stood out to me for a second, and I looked closely at it, and it says Beer Recipe by Centauri. So this is Centauri's new beer. It's called Beer Recipe which is weird because that sounds like it's not a beer and when I looked at it it, I was like what the fuck is this and I looked really closely and it has 5.5% and that's the standard like alcohol content for beer in Japan which is 5.5% so I was like "I, I gotta try this you know and on the cover it's interesting around the cover of the can there's like blueberries all over it so i'm assuming that this is a blueberry beer although it does not say anything about blueberries in japanese and it does say what the beer is in english but the design cuts off the english so it says at i can't read that because there's an image in the way wed with Kabis with Kabis uh at from belgium Taste beer. Yeah, it's crazy. They have this English description of the beer, but they put images in front of the English. So I'm I'm assuming (laughs) they just added the English on the can just to make the can look cooler. I guess I I don't know. But it says Belgium. I can read this word. So um, maybe it's their take on a Belgian beer. And Centauri, actually, I love Centauri because Centauri is always, like, striving to make different drinks and um, different kinds of beer and different kinds of juice and different kinds of this and that kind of drink. Like, they really go the extra mile in trying to make, like, interesting drinks for the uh, general public. And this one, I I don't know how it's going to taste. I've never tasted this one before. But it's called Beer Recipe. Beer recipe, and I'm going to take a photo of this and put it on the Facebook page, so uh, definitely check out the Facebook page to see what beer recipe looks like, and I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll let you see the um, the English, and I was all fucked up on here. But anyway, so here's the POW. Ooh, very crisp. Ooh, I'm just going to drink it straight from the can. Like a boss. Here we go. Mmm. Oh. Ooh. Oh, wow. This is weird. It doesn't taste... Wow, it doesn't taste like beer. It tastes like foamy water. I'm not sure if I taste the blueberries. Or if this is kind of a placebo thing because I saw the blueberries. Mmm. It's hard to describe this taste. I don't really... it, it, It tastes kind of like a white a white beer, a very 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 light white beer. I mean, Tom used to say that Budweiser tasted like dirty water, and I think he was mistaken because I think this actually tastes more like dirty water than Budweiser. Yeah, no, this beer sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's beer. It's 5.5%, 42, oh no, 47 calories. Wow, fantastic. Is that good? <laughs> is that good? I never look at the calorie count for beer. I think when you drink beer, you just know that you're going to get fat. You know, you don't really have to notice the calories. I mean, think about the calories. If you're drinking any kind of alcohol, unless it's like a gin and tonic, you know you're going to turn into a fat ass, right? Mmm. Oh, well, here it is. 47 calories. Um, Yeah, this beer sucks. I'm going to give it one thumb. Do not buy this beer. Suntory completely dropped the ball on this. But I'm going to drink it anyway because, I mean... It's paid for, I got it. It's cold. It's ice cold. Usually when bad beer is ice cold, it kinda tastes better, in my opinion, you know? I mean if a beer is a bad beer, if it tastes like shit, and if it's lukewarm or even like room temperature, it tastes like ten times worse, you know? Mmm. Maybe I should just on this. Mmm. Yeah, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it one thumb. If you're at a party and these beers are free. I mean, it's fine. It's, just, it's, a, it's a great free. Suntory Beer Recipe is a great free beer. <laughs> if you're at a barbecue or a party or, uh, I don't know, any kind of like a celebration and these beers are free, definitely take one and uh, just don't think about the taste. Think about the conversation you're having with somebody. Don't drink this if you're drinking alone. Ugh. Like me right now. Oh, this is depressing. Drinking all by myself. Actually, no, I'm not drinking by myself at all. I'm drinking with all you guys on there. All you faders on there. So I'm raising my beer and cheers. Compai to each and every one of you out there. Thank you very much for listening to the show. And God, man, it's been a busy week for me. So actually, I kind of deserve this beer. This, this really weird, watery, dirty tasting beer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do two POWs next week what's up faders do you like our show of course you fucking do that's why you're tuned in but have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got baited experience well now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own patreon page but don't freak out our podcast was and always will be free but with your generous donations we hope to improve it And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page. All right, faders, what we're going to do right now is we're going to move forward into the weekly news. For all you new faders out there, we read the five most interesting and bizarre stories from this week in Japan. Without further ado, let's begin. Story number one. Ex-teacher arrested for intimidating former student with whom he had a relationship. Hmm. Do you think it's a university professor with one of his students? I mean, that's logical. I mean, a professor's probably, what, 25 years old? His student's maybe 22 years old? Mmm, maybe. Maybe. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this story unfolds. Tokyo. Police in Tokyo have arrested a former male teacher for allegedly intimidating his ex-student with whom he had a relationship. According to police, Yumi Nori Fukawa, 31 years old, a former teacher employed at a high school ooh this is bad in Tokyo threatened his now 18-year-old ex-girlfriend and student at the end of April Fuji TV reported oh gosh yep pedophilia because she's now 18 which meant at the time <laughs> she wasn't Fukawa threatened the girl via email in which he wrote quote If you openly speak about our relationship I won't forgive you or your family You better be prepared End quote Um, Have any of you out there seen the movie Fatal Attraction? So if you have, I hope this girl does not have a rabbit Because in Fatal Attraction Spoilers! The rabbit dies (laughs) Oh, a gruesome death. Police said Tuesday that the two were dating for about a year in the past, and Fukawa attached a photo of the teenager in her underwear and sent it along with it the intimidating email. Oh, man, I think he's busted for uh, child pornography, too. God, if this girl wanted to... well, now that she's 18... No, in Japan, you're an adult when you're 20 years old. So I think her parents still have control of the situation. So if her parents wanted to, they could throw the book at this guy. They got, uh, I guess, uh, pedophilia. They have child rape. They have uh, child pornography. Of course, the threatening, the death threat, and the, the death threat on the family as well. I mean, this guy could go to prison for a very, very long time. For all you teachers out there, don't mess around with your students. Jeez, don't shit where you eat. That's what my dad used to say. Okay, here we go. Last sentence. Police said Fukawa has admitted to the charge and quoted him as saying, quote, I threatened her because she was going to reveal a relationship. End quote. (laughs) I guess if you threaten her and send an image of her in her underwear, she's gonna. Of course, she's gonna call the cops and tell her parents and shit. Because I mean, she's kind of in a corner, you asshole. And fuck you, you asshole. I mean, fucking, you're fucking your students, dude. Fucking, when you're a fucking teacher, you don't do that. Shouldn't that? Isn't that like the first rule when you become a teacher? Like you sit down on your first day and you're in the room with like the principal, and the principal says, "Okay." You've got two things in this job, and if you follow these two things, these two rules, you'll be fine. First rule is, you teach. The second rule is, don't fuck your students. All right, do you understand these rules? All right, have a nice day, and enjoy this year. That's it, right? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, story number two. Mitzia Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on top. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Story number two, gonna drink my water beer too. Mmm. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh cabby injured as Thief steals his vehicle. The story took place in Tokyo. Police in Tokyo are looking for a man who stole a taxi and injured the driver. According to police, the incident occurred at around 4.30 p.m. On Tuesday in Koishikawa, Bunkyo Ward, Fuji TV reported that the taxi was parked and unoccupied while the driver was in the toilet. That's probably why you should always take the keys out of the ignition when you go to take a leak. Um, When he returned to the taxi, he noticed an unknown man behind the wheel. The taxi driver, who was in his 70s, unsuccessfully attempted to stop the vehicle from leaving by clinging to the door. You know, in every single movie, that's what people do. When somebody steals their car, they run up and they grab the door. People, you don't have the strength to stop The car. The car is stronger than you. Once the car is moving, I don't care if you got Air Jordans on and you got your feet on the ground and you're trying to stop that car like the brakes on a bicycle, you are not going to be able to do it. I don't give a fuck if it's a a fucking piece of shit taxi that's fucking 50 years old. Dude, you cannot do it. Cars will always overpower you. You're not the Flintstones. (laughs) Okay, by clinging to the door but fell down and fractured his left collarbone. Well, I mean, he's he's 70 years old. Just him grabbing the door, he probably broke a couple of bones. Oh, God, this is fucking horrible. Witnesses called 110, aka 911, and the taxi was found abandoned at a nearby park with no sign of the theft. Well, I'm sure they got CCTV and fingerprints. This guy's going down. The suspect is said to be in his 20s, possibly. Oh, this is great. The suspect is said to be in his 20s, possibly Southeast Asian, approximately 170 centimeters tall, and was wearing a Navy Carnigan at the time of the incident. He wasn't Japanese. Of course, he couldn't have been Japanese. No way. He must have been Southeast Asian. I think this is a little bit racist on the driver's side because the driver's like, uh, my car got stolen. I tried to stop it. Uh, He was Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) what an asshole Uh, unless the guy was speaking Chinese or Korean or something like that but um, I'm not sure if he was I mean why would they say anything you know if they're stealing a taxi they shouldn't say anything or they should I don't know well don't steal taxis in the first place but um, yeah this is kind of (laughs) racist I think he was Southeast Asian (laughs) Jesus okay alright next story story number three Hey yo, what's up Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, i got prints, i got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And i tell you what, Oh, this story. Okay, yeah. Woman arrested for keeping mummified body in car for 6 months. This sounds like <laughs> this sound, sounds like the beginning of an insane Clown posse song. <laughs> Driving down the street with a mummy. In my car? No, that's not hip hop. God, I can't rap. I'm not gonna try. I'm more of a rock kind of guy. I love hip hop, but I don't know if I'm gonna. If I, if I was ever a singer, it's got to be rock. In, in fact, I would do more Sinatra. So I guess the classics. But anyway, yes. Woman arrested for keeping mummified body in car for six months. You know, I think I think six minutes is too long to have a mummy in your car, but six months, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Police in Tokyo arrested a 53-year-old woman on suspicion of abandoning a body after the mummified remains of a man were found in a car in a coin-operated parking lot in Kita Ward. Oh man, you know every time I, I hear the word mummy or I think about mummies or anything, I oh it always takes me back to Abbott and Costello. Remember that Abbott and Costello when they found the mummy and shit? They went to Egypt and stuff, and the mummy, and them had all these fucking hijinks or whatnot. Mm. Oh, God. I used to watch a lot of Avic and Stello and the Barley Boys when I was a kid. Okay, here we go. Insane Clown Posse Song Pursue. According to police, Kimi Watanabe had not only kept the remains inside her car, but she had also been sleeping in the vehicle (laughs) alongside the corpse of a man who died about six months ago, Fuji TV reported. Holy fucking shit. This lady... Has a dead body in her car, and she's sleeping in the car with a body. She's sleeping with a body in her car. This is insane. Yes, this is definitely. This is like the insane clown. The insane clown posse could write a whole fucking album on this right here alone. This is just fucked up. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Dude. You you know when you die, there's maggots, there's flies, there's fluids, there's all sorts of shit? Unless, unless this lady mummified the body. For example, maybe she went to Egypt and she learned some techniques where they take like a a hanger and they they pull the brain out through the nose and shit. Was it from the movie Tales in the Dark Side or whatever? Anyway, maybe she learned how to mummify the body and so she made her own mummy to remind her of her mommy. She's got mommy issues and she's driving away in her car and shit. She's got the bass kicking and stuff. Maybe she's listening to the insane clown posse. I don't know, but she's rolling down the streets of Tokyo and shit, honking the horn. Maybe she's got some hydraulics and shit. The mommy's fucking shaking around and shit. Maybe the mummy's arms are in the air. They're hanging out the window and shit. This lady's having a blast and shit. And then at night, she gets her freak on with this mummy. Holy shit. This is Disneyland in her car. Holy fuck, dude. The mummified body was found in a white car parking lot near the JR Kita-Akabani Station, which is actually a nice station, by the way. At around 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday, an employee of the company that operated the parking lot called 119, again, that's 911, after noticing a foul smell coming from the van. Oh, it's a fucking van. Of course it was. I- I'm sure there's like a unicorn painting on the side. It kind of looked like one of those rape vans from the 90s. <clears throat> Not that nobody knows, right? <laughs> um, the remains, which were partially was it, partially wrapped in a blanket. Oh, that's why it's kind of like a mummy. The remains, which were partly wrapped in a blanket, were on a sheet on the front passenger seat. The car had been in the parking lot since June 2nd. The windshield and passenger seat window were covered with black screens. Uh, which means they were tinted, I'm I'm assuming. Um, police of the car was registered to Watanabe, who lives in Iwaki, Fukushima Prefecture. Um, she has denied abandoning the corpse, maintaining she stayed with it for six months. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you kill somebody, you get charged with murder, but you also get a double charge for abandoning the corpse if you put the corpse, like, outside or if you try to bury it or hide it and stuff. That's, like, an extra charge, which is, like, extra time and shit, right? So she's saying, listen, I possibly killed him, but I did not abandon the corpse. He was with me all the time. We're rolling down the street. listening to this clown posse. His hands were in the air. We were sleeping together. I love that corpse. Anyway, yeah, so she denied that. And uh, she says uh, she stayed with it for the last six months. She was quoted as saying the man was an acquaintance. Well, I'm not sure. Well, maybe in life. He was an acquaintance, but in death, he was a lover. Oh, man. All right. Let's see here. Let's move forward. Okay. Oh, this is great. This story is great. Let me just take a sip of this water, dirty water beer. This beer recipe, the recipe of beer. This name really bothers me. Recipe of beer, beer recipe. It should just be called beer, beer recipe. Isn't that like a piece of paper or something? Mmm. Oh. Yum, yum, yum. Ugh. Okay. <sighs> Again in Tokyo. Suspected train groper arrested after climbing up a transmission pool in Escape Bid, Tokyo. I shit you not, that's the title of this news article. Police in Chiba City said Sunday they have arrested a 51-year-old man in suspicion of groping a woman on a train on the JR Sobu line. Actually, that happens quite a bit on the Sobu line. It's quite infamous for it. As well as forcibly obstruction of business. Ooh. Police said a woman accused the man, Shinya Aida, of groping her on the train when the train arrived at Makuharu Hongo Station at around 8 p.m. Saturday, she asked station staff for help, Fuji TV reported. While the station staff were questioning Ikeda in the office, he fled from the office, ran along the platform, jumped onto the tracks, and climbed up a steel transmission pole where he sat on a steel beam for about two hours. JR East said train services on the Sobu line were suspended for about two and a half hours until police and firefighters talked Akita into coming down. End of story. This is completely fucked up because Japanese trains are always on time. If they are... 10 or 20 seconds late, they apologize and you can get like a little piece of paper that you can give to your boss for being 10 or 20 like seconds late. It's fucking crazy. So if you're late, if your train's late and you're late, you could actually get an excuse to go get a cup of coffee or something and then give that piece of paper to your boss and be like, boss, I'm sorry, it's the train. But that rarely happens because trains are always on time in Tokyo. For this train to be like idle on the tracks for two and a half hours so many people must have been piled up at these stations and this guy not only is he gonna get fucked for like touching a woman on it, like I just I, I guess I don't know what he did but I don't know feeling her up I don't know finger fucking I don't know what he did but in something bad enough or fucking like he got pulled in and the cops showed up and shit but um He's got that charge, but probably in this case here now, the worst charge for him is just delaying those trains because he has to pay for all those people being late. That's like, or another thing which is kind of interesting, let's say you commit suicide, right? Oh, don't commit suicide. Do not, don't, especially now in this day and age, don't, please don't do that. Please drink beer. It makes you happy. Listen to the show. It makes you even more happy. But whatever you do, do not kill yourself. Because I can guarantee it, when you're dead, you can't drink beer. You can't drink beer when you're dead, so don't fucking kill yourself, man. Stay alive. But um, if somebody does kill themselves... If they do jump in front of a train, what happens is their next of kin has to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for all the people that had to that that help were late and for the train service to come and like fucking have their cleaning crew clean up the body and shit like that. And and it it, it can be at like maybe $10,000 or something. So, Jesus Christ, do not fucking do that. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's the worst. But, um, yeah, so this guy, uh, he's completely fucked. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Here's this fucking, how old was he? Was he fucking 50 years old? He's, like, 50 years old, and he's on top of this fucking, like, um, I guess a telephone pole or some shit. He's up there. He's sitting up there, and the cops show up, and the cops are like, come down. And he says, "Uh uh-uh. And the cops are like, no, no, come on. Come on down. We ain't going to do anything. The guy up in the pole is like, no, uh uh-uh. Cops are like, we got donuts. The guy in the pool is like, tempting, but I ain't coming down. What did do the cops offer him for him to come down? You think it was a beer? You think the guy's up there for fucking. I mean, it's hot outside. It's hot and starting to get humid and shit. Maybe he's up there, he's sweating, you know. He's getting kind of thirsty. And the cops are trying to bribe him with anything just to get him off that goddamn pole. They're like, listen, we've got sushi. He's like, I'm not hungry. We've got uh, baseball tickets. I don't like baseball. We've got a side. He's super dry. And then he came on down, dude. This could be a commercial for a Sahi Super Dry. I love Asahi Sahi Super Dry. If you're a pedophile—not, he wasn't a pedophile. If you're a—if you're a groper on a train and you—you you get stuck in a fucking pull, the only thing that can get them down, cops, is a Sahi Super Dry. That should be a commercial somehow. Some some, some advertising company's got to work that out. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. I would I would have loved to see that. Oh man. All right, next story. Is this Is the last story? I think this might be the last story. Oh, here we go. Last story. Members of student shoplifting gang admit to stealing over 400 times. Holy shit, Oliver Twist. Here we go. Osaka. I used to do. This story took place in Osaka. Two 19-year-old men. Uh, no, 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 no. Let me reread this. Here we go. Two 19-year-old male college students have been arrested on suspicion of stealing jackets at a clothing store in Osaka. Police said the minors are members of a shoplifting group calling themselves uh, Tanki Daigaku. Oh my God. For the first time ever in Godfitted Japan, we actually have villains with an evil villain name. Holy shit, for the first time. Usually, you know, like me and a co-host, a previous co-host, would just give him a name. Or like, oh yeah, this guy is the Masturbator, or the Slippery Sam, or some shit. But these guys actually gave themselves, they gave their crew a fucking name. This is great. The Tanaki Daigaku. Ooh. Literally, it means short-term college. That's what it means? Fucking short-term college? That's the name of their fucking evil villain Oliver Twist nickname? That's it? It could have been like the the Sticky Fingers or some shit? Oh, man. Sticky Fingers. That's the name of the gang. They should have came to me. For all you criminals out there, if you need a name for your gang, you come to Johnny. Johnny will hook you up. I've got all the names in the dictionary. Okay, here we go. Short-term college, a nickname they adopted because shoplifting requires only a short amount of time. Oh, I get it. So it takes them like a couple of minutes or I guess for them to master shoplifting, it takes them a couple of like heists to do. Oh, but these guys got caught. (laughs) Class dismissed. (laughs) According to police in February, the two suspects, who are second-year students at a private university in Saitama Prefecture, Des Saitama, were arrested for stealing two jackets worth approximately uh, 55,000 yen, which is about $550. Um, Let's see. From an apparel shop at Universal Studios Japan in Osaka. Oh, okay, so they're stealing, like, uh, Universal Studios jackets. Maybe they're just, like, I don't know, E.T. on the back or something. I don't know. It's kind of lame. But still, these jackets, $550, it's pretty expensive. Police said the pair formed a shoplifting group with two other of their high school male classmates who already have been arrested. Holy shit, the whole gang now is behind bars. Oh, man, (laughs) the gang's over, man. Maybe it's, like, you know... Right now they're probably like one of those gangs, like um, you know, like the Hell's Angels or something, or the Bloods or the Crips, in like the 80s or 70s or whatever. You know, they're like a big gang on the street, but slowly, you know, they keep on getting arrested and arrested and arrested and arrested, and then all the numbers of all the guys on the street slowly move their way into the prisons, and then before you know it, all the gang members, the gang members on the street, are done. They're they're finished, right? There's no more Bloods or Crips anymore, right? But they're all in the fucking prison system. So if you go to jail all of a sudden you're just like, you're going back in time, dude. You've got a DeLorean or something, dude. Because you look around and like, half the gangs over here are wearing red, the other half are wearing blue, and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? And it's just because everybody got arrested. And that's what happened to these guys, right? So these guys are like the shoplifting gang, they're on the streets, they're pickpocketing like people and shit, stealing jackets, stealing fucking hubcaps, who knows what they're taking. But anyway, fucking, now they're all busted and now they're all stealing. Well, what do you steal in prison? I think you get solitary confinement. <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe they're stealing cockroaches. I guess uh, racing cockroaches is a thing in Japan or Japanese prisons. It's a way to gamble, I guess. Police said, uh, please said the pair formed a shoplifting group of two other. Oh, I just read that. Okay. Following the arrest, the college students confessed that they stole the jackets from a store at the theme park. Furthermore, they admitted to carrying out approximately 400 thefts since last spring. Holy shit. Fuck college, dude. If they're stealing fucking 400, like, uh, let's see. On these four hundred thefts, I would assume probably I would say at least like half of them, maybe even more, is fucking wallets and shit. Because like people in Japan, like a lot of women, they walk around with their purses open because like crime is so low here that women just don't zip up their purses or they just leave their purses open. Or it's not uncommon to see a woman walk into a very crowded Starbucks, put her purse on an empty table, and then buy a cup of coffee, come back to that table, and then you know just read a book or check her cell phone or something. But she's away from her fucking purse for like what maybe five minutes or so depending on the line or whatever at Starbucks but the thing is that this pretty crazy because a lot of people are just like oh this is Japan nobody steals however people do steal so fucking ladies all you ladies out there zip up your purse and for all you guys out there you know if you get a wallet make sure you get a wallet with a chain I'm an advocate of chain wallets since I was a kid I've seen this before in the show I've always had a chain wallet I've had a wallet that had a chain that was attached to my belt man because you know what Fucking, you never know when you fucking, you're drunk or something, you pay for something, you put your wallet on a fucking table or something, and you walk away, or you leave your wallet in a fucking taxi, and you've got your fucking driver's license. In Japan, we've got our gaijin card, which you need to have on you at all times. You've got all sorts of fucking important shit in your wallet, right? And losing that shit is a motherfucker. So fucking have a chain on your fucking belt, dude, because what, what nobody fucking forgets their belt. There's never been a time where somebody fucking forgot their belt in the bathroom or forgot their belt at a fucking movie theater or something. I mean, fucking even porn stars fucking that take off their pants for a living. Never, ever forget their belt. So fucking, yeah, always buy a wallet that has a chain. I think it should be mandatory. In fact, you know what? I'm bringing it back, dude. I'm going to every time I see somebody with a wallet i gonna be like, hey, you should get a chain. Or maybe I should fucking start selling chains. Got fitted chain wallets for people that like to drink and don't want to lose their wallet. There you go. The million dollar idea that's been done before. There you go. Chain wallets. Anyway, yeah. Jesus Christ. So these guys are college students, which means they're probably, if they're under 20 years old, if they're like, wait, did it say they're sophomore? What did it say? What did it say? Two 19-year-old male college students have been arrested. These guys are safe. In Japan, if you're under 20 years old and you get busted for any kind of a crime, unless it's like a super heinous crime where like you murdered like a family or something like that, you're pretty much set. I mean, these guys are going to get all... Slap on the wrist, and um, this won't even go into the permanent record. So I mean, these guys—I mean, Jesus—they're fine. Thank God. Well, for them, they're very lucky that they're 19 years old. If they were 20 years old, they're adults. 400 thefts. These guys are doing some serious time. Fuck me, Jesus. Shim shimini, shim shimini, shim shim Okay, women arrested for keeping mummified. All right, did that one. I thought there might have been one more. I think there might be one more. Let's see. Uh, climbing up transmission pole. Did that one. teacher, No, I did all the stories. Jesus, that's it. Oh, man, faders. Well, thank you very much for uh, tuning into the stories. Um, I think that was five, maybe in six stories that we did with you. Um, next week, we are going to have Jude on the show. Jude from the Mutekis. Yes, that's right. So... Every week there's going to be a new co-host and I'm very excited for this. Um, I'm really sad that Tom left the show. I wish him the best of luck again. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm just drunk and I'm like, I miss Tom and we all miss Tom but um, yeah, it's really difficult to do a show every single week, you know and I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that when Tom left the show. Well, after Tom left the show and like the shock kind of faded away, I was like, you're leaving the show to do a show, a podcast about fucking real estate in Japan, drunken real estate. That's fucking retarded. But um anyway, I started thinking about it. It is kind of tough to do a fucking weekly show. I've been doing a weekly podcast since 2000, since the end of 2009, but seriously, since 2010, right? And it's really fucking tough to do it, right? So I think it's a really good idea to have a different co-host every single week and have three of them that I just rotate through. And um, I, they all want to do the show. They're all very excited to be on the show. They're fucking busy, too. They, they, like everybody I talked to, they told me they said they can't do it weekly, but they can do it like once a month. Or twice a month, and I think that's going to be great for you. I think it's going to be great for me, great for them, great for everybody, and shit. It's going to make the show more dynamic and more interesting, and it's going to be cool to have different perspectives of like the news that we do every week. And um, yeah, the show is going to get bigger and better and just more fun and shit. And I'm fucking really happy. I'm really excited about that. Also, we're going to have a raffle coming up soon. This raffle, we've got some really fucking cool shit that we're going to put in this raffle. I mean, shit that you can't get anywhere else outside of Japan. And um, yeah, it's. Going Gonna be a really easy raffle and it's gonna be great and um all the other raffles that we've done in the past i mean everybody's really enjoyed the presents that we've sent out and stuff so for all you winners in the past you can do this raffle again so good luck <laughs> oh man faders thank you very much for tuning in again thank you very much for everybody that supported us on patreon and um have a good fucking week faders see you next time peace my own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till okay. Mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse, and lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> God, the pressure! I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't stand to it. <laughs> Sure, excuse me. Uh, We're going freaky! Yeah! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. oh Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.